asking the sun to stand still. Hallelujah. All of those were manifestations of God under the old covenant. A shadow, hallelujah, of God's greatness. It was good for them. But now God wants us to enter into the reality of the new covenant. The victory of the cross is what God wants us to experience in our generation. The power of the Holy Spirit that they did have under the old covenant. The Spirit of God would come upon them. But the Spirit of God is now in us. Hallelujah. That's the major difference. And I want to go now to the book of Matthew and put our eyes on what I'm talking about in terms of the old covenant. And with all due respect, being an inferior covenant to the new covenant. Amen. The Bible says here in Matthew chapter 11, verse 11, this is Jesus talking. He says, Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there had not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Jesus makes a statement there that we need to pay attention to. He says, John the Baptist, a minister under the old covenant, was the greatest prophet of all. He was greater than Moses. He was greater than Elijah. He was greater than even than King David. Our master says, there was not risen one greater than John, under that old covenant. But then he goes on to make a statement that we need to grasp tonight and we need to receive tonight. He says, notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than John. That means that the weakest one of us here in this new covenant has greater potential than John the Baptist ever had or ever could have simply because of the power of the new birth, simply because of the power of the Holy Spirit dwelling within us, simply because the blood of Jesus, not the blood of bulls and goats, but the blood of Jesus Christ himself, the Son of God, has been shed for us, places us in a new position as believers in, in God. Bible even goes on to say that we're new creatures in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things, the Bible says, have become new to us. We have access to the reality of the new covenant. Hallelujah. That's our portion. Tonight I want you to believe and receive that out there. I want you to believe and receive that out there. Has this coronavirus is ravaging mankind. It should not ravage you. Because you've been delivered from all of the curse for all of eternity. Hallelujah. Our portion in Christ 
It's victory every single time. Just as David walked in victory, as long as he was in obedience, you can walk in victory also because of the shed blood and the obedience of Jesus Christ. Give him praise tonight. Worship him tonight. Thank him tonight. God has never planned any defeats for you tonight. Only victory through this new covenant that we have with him. And that's what we want to talk about tonight in terms of the Passover. When Pastor Goodluck called me a couple of weeks ago and told me that I'd be preaching tonight, I looked on the calendar and I saw that it was the Jewish Passover. And immediately God began to speak to me. That is what I want you to teach on. I want you to teach on aspects of that. And I want you to explain to the people tonight by way of my spirit that I am their Passover lamb. And that all of the curse that's come into the world, that's in the world today, you have been made immune to it by way of the victory of the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. I'm trying to, not to get too far ahead of myself because I'm so excited to preach this message to you because it's a message of great deliverance and I believe it's a, a message, an on-time message for the body of Christ. That I, Jesus, has given us victory over the full curse of the law. Let's go now to the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 12. And let's view the old covenant in terms of the old covenant Passover. And by God's grace, we'll see the connection between the old covenant and the new covenant. I want to begin in chapter 12. Verse 1, the Bible says, And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, the land of Egypt being the land of bondage, place where Israel had been in bondage year after year after year, generation after generation after generation. But it was time now for God to set them free. The Bible goes on to say, this month, verse 2, this month shall be under you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. So God was saying to them, I want to do something new. I want to do something fresh. I want you to begin to experience me in a new and living way. The blessings of Abraham, which were their inheritance, God wanted them to begin to experience it after years and years and generation after generation of slavery in Egypt. God was coming to set them free. But he had a process and a way of doing it. The Bible says in verse 3, Speak ye, telling Moses, speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel. I like the way God puts that. He says, speak to everybody. I want everybody to be, to be delivered. Every tribe to be set free. 
It's not just for a special people. It was for a special group. It was for everybody who was in covenant relationship with God. And that's what God wants you to understand tonight. He wants you to understand no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, no matter what your position may be, he has a deliverance for you. If you'll only receive from Africa to Europe to wherever this word is going forth, you receive it tonight. God has a victory for you. It's for every believer in Christ. And if you're not a believer in Christ, you can be one tonight. You can receive him who has set the world free by way of his cross. The Bible goes on to say, God still speaks. He says, speaking to all the congregation of Israel, saying in the tenth day of the month, they shall take unto them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. Again, God stressing everybody in the house has access to the full benefit of the lamb of God. That's your portion tonight in Christ. God wants you free. He wants the healing for you. He wants the prosperity for you. He wants to give to you all the victory of the cross. Not holding anything back. He who spared not his own son but delivered him up, up for us all. The Bible says, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? That's our portion. Freely God wants to give. But when we freely receive. That's the question. Revelation brings possession. When you believe the gospel, you'll benefit from the gospel. And I'm not just talking about the watered-down gospel. I'm talking about the full gospel, hallelujah, that God wants us to believe and receive in this season. Let's look at verse 5. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year, you shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. What I want to focus on on that verse is a lamb without blemish, a perfect sacrifice to produce a perfect deliverance. I want you to hear that tonight. A perfect sacrifice that will produce a perfect deliverance. The Bible says that God wants us to experience that place of nothing broken, nothing missing. The shalom of God. That's your portion tonight. Receive it tonight. He wants you to receive all that the finished work of the cross has bought. The blood of Jesus has purchased for you tonight. Nothing broken, nothing missing. Total and complete freedom. Think about what I just said. Total and complete freedom. No more bondage of any kind. The only way that the enemy can continue to keep us in bondage is if he keeps our minds in bondage. God has even taken care of that. The Bible says that we have the mind of Christ. We can think his thoughts, and we can even believe like he believes. Hallelujah. But we have been given his faith. Hallelujah. That's our portion in Christ. Let's receive it tonight. Nothing broken. Nothing missing. A perfect sacrifice. Hallelujah. Let's look at verse 7. Let's 
they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door posts of the houses wherein they shall eat it. The Bible says they shall take of the blood. Thank God for the blood of Jesus Christ. But here's the thing. The blood of Jesus has been shed. And we have our benefactors of that. We are those who have received that through the new birth. But in order for the blood of Jesus to work in your life and to work in my life, I must learn to activate it. Amen. It's a powerful substance. The substance that God himself views in heaven at the mercy seat. And yet though God sees it, it will not be activated in terms of deliverance until we activate it by faith. We must learn to activate its power against the enemy. And the enemy that everybody's talking about tonight all over the world is this virus. That virus cannot stand against the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus, listen to me now, the blood of Jesus is the most powerful substance in the universe. That virus doesn't stand a chance. To the child of God who begins to activate its power, by speaking out of your mouth the power of the Lamb of God. So though, though the blood of Jesus has been shed, it still has to be activated. Let's look at verse 8. They shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire, talking about Israel, and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Verse 10, let's jump down to verse 10. And you shall let nothing of it remain until the morning. And that which remaineth of it until the morning, you shall burn with fire. The Bible says, let nothing of it remain. In other words, and this is what I got from God, use every advantage the blood of Jesus, and the broken body of Jesus has given us. I'm going to say that again. Use every advantage the blood of Jesus and the broken body of Jesus gives to us as way of an advantage. The advantages are, there are many more than the ones I'm about to name, but we need to begin to understand. Salvation, that's one of the advantages. Fellowship with God. Do we understand how awesome it is to have access to the throne of God? I mean, I, sometimes I, I think we kind of don't really grasp the magnitude of that. To be able to talk with the omnipotent one, the creator of the universes. 
the ancient one, hallelujah. You can talk to him anytime you want. Blood of Jesus, that's part of our inheritance. The blood of Jesus has given us holy access. The Bible says that we also have an advantage of sonship. Hallelujah. We are, we're not just servants of God. Thank God that I'm a servant of God. Thank God that you're servants of God. But we're not just servants of God. We're sons of God. We're in the family of God. That's an advantage. No devil in hell can defeat a member of the royal family. That's who you are. You may not feel like that tonight, but that's who you are. Because the word of God says you are. Joy. Hallelujah. That's part of our advantage. The Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. You know, that's what the devil is after. He's after the joy of the church. He's always trying to attack our joy because he understands. I don't think he understands a lot about the Bible, but he understands that joy, the, the joy of the Lord gives us power. He's, he's recognized that over the centuries. But the joy of the Lord, we have access to. That's one of the advantages that we have. That no matter what we go through in life, we can still joy in our Jesus. We can still joy in our God. Hallelujah. We can still rejoice. Even though everything's falling down around us, we can still rejoice. Because the Bible says our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen? That's our portion. Another one of the advantages that we have is peace. Peace, peace, while all the world is going crazy, all the world is losing their mind. The Bible says we have access to divine peace. My peace I give thee, not as the world giveth unto you. Jesus said we could have his very peace. That's an advantage. I don't know about you, but that's an advantage I use. I have to use that because I, sometimes I walk through through situations that aren't peaceful, but I can receive his peace. Healing for my physical body, hallelujah. I don't have to walk around and be defeated by sickness and disease. It, it may attack me. But the Bible says that no weapon formed against me can prosper. Healing is the children's bread. That's our portion every single time. Every single time. Jesus told many people that came to him in his day when he was walking the earth, it's according to your faith, he answered. Do you believe in healing? By his stripes, we were healed. That's our portion. That's a, that's a promise in the book of Isaiah. Stand on it tonight. Believe it on it tonight. That's your portion. That's part of our advantage when we understand it. Emotional and physical healing. Financial prosperity, hallelujah. You know, I really believe this. On the other side of what's going on in the world today, the financial turmoil that the uh, world is in today, even, even America is experiencing some of that, I really and truly believe this, that the body of Christ, when we come out of this, we're going to experience the reality of the new covenant. We're the head and not the tail. Above only and never beneath. That's our portion, but we must confess it. We must speak the word in season 
and out of season. Even when it don't look right, say it anyway. Say what God says about you. He'll meet all my needs in abundance according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I just added that in abundance in there. But that's, that's, how, that's your portion. Abundance is your portion. Financial prosperity, that's an advantage that we have. And before Jesus comes back, we're going to experience that. I really believe that. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just, the Bible says. The blessing of Abraham, the full blessing of Abraham is our portion because of the Lamb of God. Let's look at verse 11 of Exodus 12. And thus shall you eat it, still talking about the Lamb, with your loins girded, with your shoes on your feet and your staff in your hand. And you shall eat it in haste. <laughs> I like the way the Bible puts it. Eat it, hurry, hurry up and eat it. <laughs> it is the Lord's Passover. Hallelujah. This is God's idea. All of what we're talking about tonight was God's idea. The lamb, the blood of the lamb, the victory of the lamb. God will do what he says he's going to do by way of the Lamb of God. The Passover that Israel experienced, God wants us to experience it. Listen to me now. He wants us to experience in the New Covenant every single day of our lives. That curse may come, try to come upon you, but that yoke don't fit no more. That yoke of sickness and disease may try to attach itself to you, but it doesn't fit anymore. Shake it off in the name of Jesus, because that's not your portion. You've got to understand that, and you've got to believe that, though. Verse 12. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn of the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt will I execute judgment. I am the Lord. That's your heavenly father talking. He says he's going to pass, he passed through the land of Egypt that night. And every firstborn Egyptian, man or beast, God destroyed. And he also executed judgment against the false gods of Egypt. Every demon in hell that had tormented Israel through those generations of slavery in Egypt, God put them to shame that night. Verse 13. And the blood shall be to you for a token unto the houses where you are. When I see the blood, how many of y'all know God sees the blood? He sees you. You can't see it. I can't see it. But he sees you covered in the blood of his son tonight. He recognizes it. And he honors it. He's mindful of it on a moment by moment basis. He wants us to be mindful of it also. 
in that way. He wants us to always remember that we're covered in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. When we do that, when we recognize that, we will understand that no curse can overcome us. Amen? Now I want to go to the book of Psalm 91. Psalms 91. I got a lot of scripture. I'm not going to get to most of it, I don't think, tonight, but praise the Lord. Whatever God gives us. Amen? Psalms 91. Verse 5 is where I want to begin. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day. Fear is not our portion. I want you to understand that tonight. Fear is not our portion. The Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, a sound, stable mind. My mind is stable because I keep my mind on him. When I keep my eyes on the word, my mind can be stable. Not looking at the news 24 hours a day. I keep my eyes on the good news of the gospel. Verse 6. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness. That's the coronavirus, a pestilence an epidemic. I don't have to be afraid of it. I hear so much fear coming out of the mouths of people, even believers. But I'm here to tell you tonight, God doesn't want us talking fear. He wants us to talk faith. All these years, this is what he spoke to me, all these years, son, you have been Studying my word. You have been feeding on my word. You're under a great pastor, Pastor Goodluck. Pastor Goodluck has taught us faith. He says, now put it, to, put it to work. Put what you've learned to work. Begin to speak only what God says in this hour. And God's power and the power of the blood of Jesus will defeat every sickness and disease. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted in noonday. Verse 7, one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible. A thousand may fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near you. Oh man, I, tell you, I, I can't tell you how many times I've had to use that enemy, I don't know, when you serve God, it just seemed like a lot of times, it seemed like the attacks of the enemy are just ferocious, you know what I mean? And they're real. I've had symptoms in my body 
I can't even tell you. And I'll, I'm not going to talk about, about that tonight. But I've, I've had things happen to me. But you know what? God has never, ever let me fall. That word, a thousand may fall at my side and ten thousand in my right hand. I, have, I speak that out of my mouth. And the delivering power of God delivers me every single time. That's your portion in Christ. Begin to say that when everybody else around you who is not in covenant relationship with God begins to experience the, the manifestations of the curse, begin to say, that's not my portion. A thousand may fall at my side. Ten thousand by right hand. It won't come near me. Then watch the power of God manifest. He'll back up his word. I'm telling you he will. Seen it so many times. Not just because I'm a preacher. He'll do it for everybody in the house. Hallelujah. Only with your eyes, verse 8, only with your eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. You'll just see it. You'll just see everybody else going through and, and being defeated. But you will not be defeated. That's your portion. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. Coronavirus is a plague. You need to understand that. You need to understand it's a weapon that the enemy is using. But the Bible says it won't come near your dwelling. And if it has impeded your dwelling, kick it out in the name of Jesus. You can do that. You can tell it to go. As I close tonight, I want you to understand something. What God told Adam in Genesis chapter 1, that he was giving him dominion, authority over the whole earth, he meant every word of that. I think modern day Christians who are not filled with the Holy Ghost, they don't understand the reality of that. But when God told Adam, I'm giving you the authority over the whole earth and everything that creeps upon the earth, he meant that. How many of y'all know that virus out there is a creeping thing? You can't see it with your natural eyes. It takes a microscope to see it. But God has given you and I, has new creatures in Christ Jesus, under this new covenant, authority over every virus, over every bacteria, over the whole earth. That has been restored to us in Christ Jesus. You need to see it that way. You need to begin to believe it that way and watch the power of God manifest. We were created in Christ Jesus to rule and to reign in him. And in this generation, God expects us to do that. He wants you and I to glorify him in this hour by speaking his word. And being children that trust in the word. And who refuse, listen to me now, who refuse to be refused. Your portion, my portion tonight, is victory every single time by the Passover lamb, Jesus Christ. By our Passover lamb, Jesus Christ. And as you sit there in your homes tonight, 
I want you to fall in love with this word. I want you to find promises in the new covenant that cover your situation. And begin to do what the Bible tells us to do. Meditate day and night in the word. And watch my God deliver you. As you speak his word over your various situations. Doesn't matter what the situation may be. Jesus has delivered us from it all. Christ, the Bible says, has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangs on the tree, so that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through him. Every blessing of the new covenant belongs to you tonight. Receive it. Trust in it. Bless God with it and watch God be glorified as he brings you deliverance in your life tonight. Amen. Amen. I just want to encourage you tonight. Jesus is Lord. Amen, 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 amen. I'm going to end in prayer tonight. I just want you to receive from your God tonight. Lord, we praise you. And we give you glory. Pray, Father, that you'll strengthen your people with might by your spirit in their inner man. Christ would dwell in their hearts tonight by faith. That they being rooted and grounded in love would begin to comprehend what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height and that they would know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. My prayer tonight, Father, is that we will be filled, even all over the world, wherever this word is going forth, that we will be filled with all of your fullness tonight. And you'll be glorified in it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And may the Lord bless you tonight. And remember, Jesus is Lord.